one I like. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, the beat drops. Got to put in to make it worth people who make remixes can like like do they like have to get cleared and shit like you guys are gonna sue me you guys are doing it for the love right so yeah we're just gonna i think it depends on who hears it to be honest that makes sense because if the person you sampling you ain't really big enough for them to see you or hear you then can't really sue you people don't sue until some shit get big enough to make some money off right. of to be honest that's true yeah, i remember like i forgot like this Whatever this is. What is this? S-Y-Z-Y-G-Y. Like, I remember, like, I was on this page. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. Like, that sounds that, like stocks. It does. <laughs> like, I, like, I thought I was going to be like, oh, I remember this cool page, but I just actually remember, like, the fucking symbol, which on their page turns out to be that. But it was just, like, when they should take, like, mad mashups. Like, that's back, I think, once again, like, this is some college shit where I was, like, found out who, like, Sango was and, like, Soul Action type shit. And I was, like, on one of the, like, YouTube journeys yesterday, just, like, listening to music. And I was like, I remember this shit. I used to play this shit. Those type, like, those renditions of types of songs, like, you have to really know who created it. And it's hard to find them if you don't. If you don't really know, it's like, uh, no, like this was dope, but who made this? No, the amount of time it took to find this, because, like, I found the page, and I remembered, like, the symbols, and I remembered this song, but for the life of me, I couldn't remember who Seventh Wonder was to save my life. Like, I put Ninth Wonder. It was, like, actual, like, landmarks popping up. I was like, this is not it. Like, I was, I was searching through, like, pyramids and fucking mountain ranges. And I was like, I'm here for music. This is not what I came here for. That's disrespectful that Ninth Wonder doesn't pop up if you search for it. I mean, I already knew, like, he was coming up, but I didn't look for that. Like, I looked for all seventh, the wonders. This is what, Seventh Wonder? Yeah. Like, I want all the... the how want, many wonders in the world is it? <laughs> I don't know. It's I want to say it's nine or ten, because people will refer to themselves as, like, the Eleventh Wonder of the World. Like, didn't they refer to China as the 11th yes. wonder of the world back in the she day? She was one of the wonders of the world. I forget which one, though. Uh, the 11th, I think it was the 11th. The 11th wonder of the world, China. That makes sense. So, I mean, at that time, wonderful. But I mean, she was, like, slamming shit, doing shit, titties matched. Oh. Rips, wait, did she pass her piece of dead? My bad, I'm sorry. <laughs> She's <laughs> She had a full-blown porn career toward yeah, the end of her life, that sir. Was, that was a I think you can. Like, I think it's okay. At, yeah, because at first I remember, like at first it was like, oh, you know, everybody was doing like the sex tape thing, and like it was her and X Pac had a sex tape, and I was like, oh, okay. Like part of me that wasn't even porn. Like part of me, I was like, oh, their relationship is real. Right. That's cool. Like they actually care about each other. <laughs> yeah, okay, great. They're fucking. That's dope. Like this isn't just bullshit. And then all of a sudden, it was like years later, and it was like Avengers porn, and she was in like terribly green body paint. And I was like, this is taking a dive. <laughs> like this, yeah, it yeah, is. This is not. This wasn't. Because I think for her, like, part of her appeal was that she was really in shape. And then when she, like, had a, a rough spot, she kind of lost the body being the way that it was. Yeah. And then it was like, you can be filthy and still be together. But if you start suffering from, you know, substance and mental struggles and all that other stuff and divorces, that, that, that you know, that declines the body. That rest of their life is hard. Like, it is. It is extremely hard on, like on the soul. Yeah, I know we I know they talk about it. I know people talk about it, but I'm like, that's gotta be like 
Like, I know, like, you know, it's hard being an artist. It's hard being any type of public figure. But, like, Most definitely. That wrestling shit, like, bro, y'all don't understand. Like, we're on the road, like, 300 days a year. Like, or some yeah. shit. Like, we're doing, back then, it was like, like, we're doing coke in the back and coming out. Like, <laughs> I mean, even, like, seven or eight times out of ten, they marry other wrestlers. Or they have relationships with other wrestlers. The, yeah, this is the only motherfucker who could understand this lifestyle. Right. Like, or somebody else that's willing to be on the road 24-7, but. Yeah, because, like, now they're, like. Like, now, I think, like, you know, definitely with Behind the Rock, like, you have, like, the ability to, like, transition into real celebrity, some stability. Like, back then, it was like, bro, people enjoy our shit. They don't even know why they enjoy our shit. I'm walking up. Jake the Snake is smoking a little bit. Put the snake on and just walk out. Like, y'all niggas ain't even working out. We're just going here just destroying ourselves. We're just, we're just here to entertain. Some of it, like... There's not very many rocks in the industry, whereas I'm working out on a regular basis. I'm taking care of my health mentally, physically, and emotionally. I'm making a lot of money. I'm setting up maneuvers for me to make any type of progression outside of the ring. And I'm still having the ability to get out with my body intact for the most part. Yeah, I think, like, yeah, definitely, like, I think the Attitude Era was, like, the first era where you could, like, survive this shit and then translate that shit. Like, you know, like, he did, like, he did it, like, like, Super good, but fucking, you know, Stone Cold gave it a shot, and uh, what the fuck, Triple H gave it a shot. Like, all right, you know, we're gonna go and be like entertaining and get into this. The niggas after that, it seemed like, oh, all you niggas doing like at least a B movie. If you if you are <laughs> right. on, right. all of you are gonna do at least three B movies before you're like, all right, fuck, we're not gonna be the Rock yet. Like, yeah, it's that that whole attitude era. But I think the characters they were allowed to play made them more marketable. Mm-hmm. They've all like, literally, like you said, Stone Cold, Batista, John Cena, Goldberg. Even though that was Goldberg, Rock. Yeah, what Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan's before them, but he was yeah. the only yeah. one before that. It was only him that would do movies and stuff. You may get an appearance by like a Macho Man or somebody every <laughs> once in a while. Yeah. yeah, but for the most part, it was just Hulk Hogan. The Attitude yeah. Era, like it was like. Yeah, they were out like, of out of every five wrestlers, one of us is going to do something major. And now it's just like, that's whatever. I don't know what they're doing now. I feel like it translate translates well because like you have storylines in the wrestling shit. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's I saw one of the wrestlers. She's not on a, in WWE, but she's on Impact. Like she, it's a white girl. Like her body's made up and whatnot, but. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be like the strong girl, but she also has like her own OnlyFans. So it's like, oh, good for her. <laughs> Way to diversify that portfolio. Right. It's like I wrestle sometimes, and then I also, you know, mm-hmm. will twerk and bust this thing open. Yeah, on I'm gonna wrestle. I'm gonna wrestle in the ring, and then I'm gonna wrestle on that dick. <laughs> oh, it's like, yeah. It's, hey, can't call it. Some of them have like gone to or from bodybuilding. Like, there's, I don't think, I think it's kind of like being. In any other professional sport, like the the transition or the or the the life that you have within this space doesn't last very long. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'm going to capitalize on this as much as I can and set this up to make other chess moves as I can, and then get out. Like get this paper, get out. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the rappers of today. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I, th- I yeah, like. I didn't even really mean to go on this whole tirade about wrestling, but we're here now. And <laughs> hey. I, think, I think this shit, like, you're phony, but I feel like I'm going to get to wherever I meant to it, get to with that unless I forget. No, we'll get, um, we'll get to it. You can you can tie it in. But, yeah, like, I feel like theirs is, like, <clears throat> I guess, out of most sports, I think, or at least it seems like some of them, like, are prepared to, like, 
maybe I take that back, not most of them, but like now, like the idea is to find a way to transition. Like I'm wrestling, but I'm always looking to transition this shit, you know, into another outlet. Like, you know, other athletes be like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do right. after. <laughs> right. Insert whatever before that ball. Like, or even fucking like, um, Mike Tyson, like Roy, like I made fun of Roy, like a lot of here, but a lot of Roy shit is like, it just seemed like towards the end, it was like, bro, you had many a time to spit that mouthpiece out. And he was like, bro, I'm a, it's some farmer in Russia and I'm going to fight him. Because right. like, I think, boxing. like, no, you can be more than boxing, dude. Like, I think like the old school mentality of it, or you say like the new, speak staying with Roy and, and, and Tyson. Tyson today more so represents how people should approach themselves and the things that they invest their time in, whereas Roy is old school. Like, I'm going to put my heart and soul into this even when I'm declining. This is what I really like to do, so this is what I'm going to do until I die. Mm -hmm. Like, it just is what it is. But I, I don't even care about the money. I'm just I'm just going to continue to do this. Even when I've spent all my money and I have to find a way to make more money, I don't know how to do anything else but this. Whereas Mike was like, fuck all that like i achieved all that it means absolutely nothing to me now because i learned what it means to be a real person and to really love myself and to really approach this in this hey, way mike so on and dips. so forth mike's dips made him like bro you it ain't no more boxing you ain't got nothing to do with these motherfuckers <laughs> right. sell but get with mike right i i have to, i have to learn me but it, well, he's he's one of the rare cases because not everybody that goes to jail actually gets rehabilitated. Uh, okay. So he he did the work to really figure out who he was multiple times through all these situations. But for Roy, it's just like I, I don't yeah, know, I don't know what really else to like, do. Mike is like a really rare case if it's like, bro, it's like, you know, nigga, I came like Mike was like, I'm a series of rock bottoms, right? Oh, an extreme peak, more extreme rock <laughs> bottom, like. I'd be like niggas would have done took a mic turn and been like, oh yeah, bro, it's a rap. Like right. you're, yeah, you're out of here. This was this was a good run. You tried on the next go round, right? And you may not even get the opportunity to try again because going back to the to the wrestling world, you fuck up once, it's a wrap. Like if we can't work it into the storyline and it's gonna hurt our marketability and our money, we getting rid of you. And I think that's why a lot of people within sports, within entertainment, like. They have the mindset now of I'm going to do what I got to do to get in, get my money, and get out. I'm going to do this my way. I'm going to do it how I need to do it to get my cash. I don't really care about the profession or I don't care about the craft as much. I care about monetizing this however I need to to make it lucrative and then I'm out of here. Is that why we all, is that why everybody think Kev not funny no more? Because Kev just is. <laughs> no. Kev is funny. That's my I think, I think Kev is like the midpoint of both of those. Like, He's had some dips and he's had to learn some lessons within his his famedom. But at the same time, I don't think he's really sitting with himself to really learn things and be at peace with it. Right. Um, but I also don't think he's taking a dip in his ability. Mm. I, I don't think he's not funny anymore. I don't think it's like he sucks. I think what, what it is for him, he's reached a certain level of being famous to where he's walking on eggshells and he's yes. he's yeah. losing yes. his ability because he's not in touch with the craft anymore. Right. And I'm that's that's right because I've been watching like clearly this has been like a big thing and this is the hot button topic to talk about today or whatever for now. Like just sprinkle some current <laughs> shit before or whatever. Peanut butter and crack but, sandwich. Um, yeah, I've been wa like I've I've watched like a couple things even today. Like it was um, some like comedy pages which I thought was cool and didn't know existed. It was like underground comedy page on YouTube. We're giving you the comedy news. I was like, what the fuck did this come from? <laughs> but they had some cool takes. It was like uh a couple comics like Capone and Pierre talked about it. 
Then they talked about it, obviously, on the Joe Budden podcast. And it right. was, like, more of that vibe. It's, like, it's not that I don't even think, like, Kev, like you said, like, it's not that Kev isn't funny. I think it's people are, like, you look at comedians to be, like, especially in this world of, like, extreme censorship. Maybe comedians right. and maybe, you know, certain podcasts is like, no, bro, like, we need you to swing dick. And right. it's just, like, you're not doing that. And I, and I was sitting there, I was like, okay. And I think, thought about it, like, you know. This is a great entertaining platform and <laughs> going places. And uh, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, damn, like, would you rather take, you know, after a while, like, rich is rich to me. Right. Would you take, you know, the fucking Kev route where you're on par to be a billionaire or some shit when it's all said and done? Or you take the Dave Chappelle route where you're a, a legend by, like, various, uh, whatever way you scale it, but you might not ever be I guess Kevin marketable, but I don't know how true that is either because like Dave has doubled down to the point, like take my show off the air. Right. I'm going to just be focused on the funny and risk the bullshit. Right. Like when you look at like a Dave, even though Dave is a special case, I'm like, well damn nigga, if a Dave exists, you know, why the fuck would I not just do Dave? Cause I could be a hundred percent me. Well, they also with their, they've gotten, to their peak or to this height within the last, say, 10 years. Mm -hmm. But they came up during a time where everybody was off the wall, like, we say what the fuck we, like, The right. or, they come from the origins mm -hmm. of comedy. They're not new booties that just got big yeah. overnight. They've been putting in work for decades. I think it's just two different approaches, like, even to sprinkle a little bit of mental health in there. Dave got backed into a corner and he's like, fuck it. I got nothing else to lose. I'm just going to do what the fuck I feel like doing. I got backed into this corner trying to maneuver certain ways to appease other people. I might as well just do what I want now. Whereas Kev is like, I kind of did what I wanted, what I needed to, to get to this point. And now I don't, I don't know how to manage all this. So when I'm backed into a corner, what do I do? I look, look, all right, look, let me, let me try to negotiate out this corner. Hey, hey, look, man, look, right. we don't, we don't have yeah. to go this route. Like, hey, man, right. look, 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 I know, I know how you feel. I know what you're not, but don't, no, don't take it that way. No, but listen, listen, yes. listen, listen, listen. Like I can just like, they're, they're not playing characters. Right. Mm -hmm. They are who they are. When, when we see Kevin Hart, in a movie, he's playing Kevin Hart. No, right. He always plays the same types of character because he's being himself. Yeah. Dave has been in TV shows and some movies. He's being himself. Always has been. So it's not a matter of, like, I'm losing this ability. No. I'm me. I'm always playing me. I'm just finding out different ways to make money off of me. But it's difficult to switch that approach when you need to as far as what's best for you. Like, Kev's approach... It may not be what's best. I got fuck you money now. I don't have to really walk on eggshells for anybody. Technically, I think he has more money than Dave, with the exception of what Dave has accomplished within the last few years. So I'm sure that's yeah. put him kind of back on top. But Kev was like, nobody's reaching me at all. So why am I doing this to appease everybody else? Because I'm a household name now. Like right. Dave, Dave was a household name from being wow factor like i say some shit like like i said peanut butter and crack sandwich i'm saying this on, on regular television show i'm talking to kids as a crackhead character this that and the third kev was like oh he's small people like him because he's animated and he's funny <laughs> and now white people like him as well and it's like i can't that was, that was what they talked about in the joe yeah I, I can't fuck that up because now i'm appeasing to everybody for being this likable person yes. and i have to figure out how to be likable dave was never likable right 
I wasn't supposed to be likable. I'm yeah, supposed to be like in some, your face. That's what I like. And I know, like, I'm, you know, I judge when I, like, look at com- comedians. I look at, like, you know, the Carlins. You look at, like, the Patrices. You look at the Daves. And it's like, yeah, everybody's not supposed to leave the room. Like, that was amazing. Right. Like, you can't please everybody. So when yeah. I'm looking at, like, Kev, I'm like, I know Kevin said, like, I remember, like, you know, the old, old shit that was funny. Like, you were saying shit that everybody in the room wouldn't like. And I guess that's what pe- that's the main thing is, like, Kev's progressed to a point where he ends up having to please the room. And I was just like, yeah, I don't, ever want, I don't know if I ever want to do that shit. Like, I would love to be a fucking billionaire nigga. But I'm like, I feel like I like talking too much shit. So if there was, like, if my right? ceiling was, like, 50 million and they're like, oh, hey, you know, there's a dope ass podcast to get to, like, 500 million if you niggas you know were to like even if you didn't do anything that was necessarily like terry cruz-esque i just feel like that opens the door too much to where like damn i these motherfuckers are gonna control what i say i cannot be an actual voice because i gotta right did you see kevin hart's um like a it wasn't an apology but where he was addressing i guess some people had a problem with his joke where he called his daughter home. he was saving but face. yeah <laughs> yeah but but I think that, like, even that, I'm like, Nigga, I, you shouldn't I, have, you should have to. to do that. Yeah. I'm a comedian, not right. a politician. I would have cared what it said, nigga, fuck y'all. Like, you know, right. that, that's been the ongoing joke. Like, zero fucks given, nigga drops three videos giving a lot of a fuck. Like, right. <laughs> that, that, that is contra- you're contradicting yourself, yes. but you're also messing up your brand. Right. Yes. If Dave right. went back and apologized for everything that he was saying, he wouldn't be the voice of reason that we have needed these last five years. Right. Dave has dropped four was it three four specials now and like ha- has progressed in not giving a fuck right <laughs> yeah. that nigga gave, like said and- i'm gonna i got a comedy special 834 i didn't really drop no jokes yep. you white people are trash right yep. see y'all later most of them have he's told no jokes he's just been very very masterful in how he's presenting and setting up this point Right. I'm storytelling, mm-hmm. but I'm utilizing my actual life and funny ways of depicting these things that I've been through to bring you to a certain point in understanding, and then I'm done. Right. Yeah, I'm like, not, like, telling jokes, like, checking jokes off the list. It's like, no, I save that for the comedy club when I'm getting back into it, but for the most part, I'm just here talking to you. Yeah, I sometimes think, like, that that is really what comedy is for it's like you know it's like these are tough topics but it is to make you think it is to make you like yeah y'all be sitting there at the house and you might say some fucked up shit and then it becomes funny and then it becomes a talking point as opposed to just joke telling because even um just as far as like the fucking heavy hitter greats like dave's great but just um why am i fucking chris rock like chris rock's tambourine when he was like going through his divorce i was like this is funny but i was like this is almost kind of like a really good lecture. I don't know. Right. Like, I'm feeling a lot of things. <laughs> right. They're good things. But this nigga's giving me game. This is amazing. He's giving huh? game, but he was most so venting. Yep. Yeah. I'm being transparent and letting you know what I'm going through. It's not necessarily the greatest situation for me. It's not my usual stick of comedy. I'm not up here in a suit like usual telling political jokes. I'm up here as a regularly dressed individual that's going through some shit. I want to share my thoughts and feelings with you, give you a little bit of game, and go about my business. I'm not really up here to entertain you. I think that's Kev's downfall. Right. He's still trying to entertain. Yeah. Part of his stick is to be like animated and I got to do all this stuff to make you feel good. Yeah. Fuck all that. I feel like sharing some stuff with you. This is what I'm going to say and this is how I'm going to say it because I have the ability to do so. He said something in one of those things which um, when people were getting mad at him about not being funny and 
he responded like one of his things he responded was was like you know it's about growth i'm not the same kid and i was like we get that but i was like that i i I don't i sometimes and i'm sensitive because you know mental health shit like (laughs) that's a fucking bar man that's part of my shit like growth we're here to help you grow nigga choice architects i read that (laughs) um (laughs) but i'm like yeah y'all just like i'll be getting sensitive like y'all stealing our shit and fucking it up because i'm like kev there's a side if you would just i understand you feel away and i've never felt the brunt of millions of people saying tj shut the fuck up right but at a point, I'm like, cut your phone off, nigga. Like, step back and right. let's just view all of Kev. Did you really grow as a businessman? Great, but like, as your art form, look at the the caliber of people who are on top. Like we just mentioned, like the these mother the Carlins, the Patrices. These are these are growth topics. It's not just what I did today when I stubbed my shoe. My motherfucking shoe was scuffed, and I was like, damn. Like, no, nigga. Like these motherfuckers, you like you'll leave that shit. Like I giggle, but damn, like I got to really reevaluate my relationship and. It's a weird thing, uh, comedy, and it's like I think people like you know what, niggas. We're not shitting on Kev because you're an asshole. We want you to start being that. I didn't heard you know, you know, uh, bum bump. Like right. <laughs> I want. Like, I think people now want Kev to be like, all right, man. Like you've you know you're a comedy rock star. Now give us some shit. Like right. really, give I, us some I, shit. I, I think that's part of his fear. To be honest with you, I've reached a certain level of stardom to where my fuck ups have been made public Mm -hmm. and I've had to backtrack for them. And even the fuck ups weren't really major fuck ups, to be honest. But he's not he's not leaning into them. Everybody else. If you like you mentioned Chris Rock, like we've talked about Dave, like these are people that I'm going to take my real shit and lean into that Mm -hmm. discomfort. And I'm going to be vulnerable with you. But also I'm going to share my vulnerability with you in a way to say I don't give a fuck what you think. You're not right. Dave first special back. Who am I imitating? Duh. I'm going to that joke. That's not really a joke. Who do I sound like? I sound like you. You motherfuckers are always telling me how I can express myself. That, that was a funny thing that set the room <laughs> off. But I'm telling you the truth. This is how you sound to me because you criticize me for being something, being great at something. And you don't know how to do what I'm doing. So who are you to tell me? It puts a real like, I guess, deep responsibility on comedians and shit but that shit right there is like oh you niggas are like really mirrors of people like right. you guys do a thing and if you know Kev up there like you know and not to not to just shit on him but it's if you choose this then you are choosing to be this mirror but you gotta nigga you gotta you shit smudge like nigga clean it get some Windex cause yeah. we you know people are looking for another it's not a bunch of them I don't think but it'd be like you know you get a couple big motherfuckers now this is your Shine, bitch. Like, let us know some things. Right. Because you, like, I'm just like, you take their shit and you go somewhere and think about it. And I think comedians don't get enough credit for these motherfuckers are sitting here, like, moving culture, moving thought. Right. You might not have, like, a a philosopher, but you kind of do. Like, mm-hmm. Socrates might have been the funniest motherfucker on earth. <laughs> they just didn't have comedians then. Right. So I'd be one of these niggas, like, nah, man, like, tell the joke, get your bag, but say some shit. Right. Well, you got to read the room. You can't, the same type of comedy that you came in with that made you big is not what's going to keep you big because just like technology and everything else and pop culture in our world, it's constantly evolving and changing. Like 40-year-old millionaires rapping about popping niggas, whatever. Right. Right. You can't, you can't do that <laughs> you can't yeah. do that that you know, doesn't you know. work anymore why because it doesn't suit you and it doesn't suit the community just like right. the the bernie mac clip i showed you or sent you earlier 
him talking about oh you know my little boy's a mm. fag like he's saying we grew up what like we were kids when that came out we yeah. were what, high school junior mm. high when kings of comedy first came out yeah they couldn't say those jokes today Mm-mm. unfortunately unless you just sidebar unless you chose to sidebar <laughs> you can say them today you just have to not give a fuck what everybody else is saying Cancel yeah. culture can't really cancel you if people still like your shit. If they don't like your shit, then keep doing it for the people that do like your shit. And I guess there's angles of like even that joke. Now, we're terrible. Um, the history behind it, the way it's used, terrible. But it is also a giant conversation about black people sweeping uncomfortable conversations right. under the rug. Right. As opposed to right. facing this shit, yeah. accepting this shit, change whatever the fuck. That's the joke. That's the like fuck. Like the statement is. Like, bad but <laughs> that's the joke like oh shit he, i laughed but you know what i <laughs> you, got a cousin got a point. i got a cousin that we really treat weird instead right. of just telling bro like be yourself or right. whatever whatever yeah, we yeah, tiptoe yeah. around this thing and then we act like we don't see what we see right. and then when it's surprise it's not really a surprise right. but you <laughs> let me act surprised so i don't make you feel bad that's what we've done as a community throughout history yeah. when it comes to slavery and us deserve or talking about we deserve reparations or whatever the case like everything that we should have an uncomfortable conversation about or everything that we should approach with a little bit more zeal we eh, let me uh, let me right. tap dance a little bit exit stage left yeah. i don't know if i really want to have this conversation but that's not how things should go as a comedian you've had four years worth of any type of just look at the last four years you have massive amounts of material Political, you got material. Communal, as far as the black community, you got material. Me Too movements and all that shit that's happened in the last four years, you mean to tell me you don't have nothing raw that you can talk about? All right. Go ahead. I know you're waiting on it. Go ahead. We got some raw. We got some speaking of of hard conversations, because that's where we're going. Like, stuff that just... Women suck. (laughs) They do really terrible things. Okay. And... And I basically just saw this. Uh, I was, I was, um, I've seen this kind of go up and down throughout the week. There've been posts of Summer Walker. Summer Walker's everybody's like, you mm. know, one day you like her, she's everybody's weird punching bag. I don't really care about them. But the conversation of mm, whatever her and London are ha- her and the London on the track nigga having a baby, right? And it was just like, um, we're going on a little bit of a trip here, folks. I promise it'll be fast. We're going so on a trip. She's made a lot of posts about. At first, it was like, think you know, a couple of days ago. Oh my god, we're having a baby. It's lovely. It's amazing. And then, um, maybe like last night, I saw some shade room shit, and it was just like, uh, you know, fuck him. He's trash. I tried to do. I um, I tried to get him to take this that there with his kids, but he didn't want it. I tried to get the baby mamas, but they didn't want it. And here I am. And I was like, okay, that's a lot of victim, victim, victim. Right. It's a lot of like, uh, you know. I, I didn't do anything. I didn't whatever. And it sent me on this whole, like, thing about it. I was like, okay. It was like, you know, you see in the comments, and it was just like, good women, you know, uh, are unappreciated. And whoop, whoop, whoop. So I hashtagged good women. And I looked at all them. I looked at, like, a lot of them. I looked at a couple pages of memes. And it was like, you know, if you want to be treated correctly, you know, step back and watch if he's real he'll come to you and such and such and so on and so then when i went it was a lot it was a lot of that it was a lot of you know if they don't appreciate a good thing know your worth queen if it doesn't serve you um a good woman will make you will make a man better a good right. woman will whoop, do, do, whoop. 
I hashtag good men. <laughs> it's the same fucking posts. There's nothing that's innately like a good man is good on his own, basically. Like right. all of these posts, all of these sentiments, comments, and I'm looking at all I'm like, a good woman is good simply for existing. And that's not to discredit women. But I was like, you know what? And I've gone to even some of these like pro black pages. And it's like black love, black woman, queen of the earth, black men protect black women. And it's like, you know, it's not really shit like, <laughs> hey, good man. It's like good nigga like wait a minute like what the fuck like i just was like i just was noticing like all these narratives and then even the one that was sent that you sent me about there are women cheating like it was a bunch of stories of women doing terrible shit to good niggas and it was like you don't really get any credit for being a good nigga like you get nothing for it like you just that's what you're supposed to do right which is fine, but if you say, all right, you, I'm a good woman, you go, what you, that's what you're supposed to do. Right. Misogynist bitch. Like, you fucking dirty, low rent, no, no, and like, no appreciative ass nigga. Like, but like, I'm really a good nigga. Like, what right. do you mean? But How we, do you guys define good nigga, though? A good man. How do y'all define that? As a whole or individually? Ooh. But I think that's the part we have to address. Because I think the double standard comes when we are talking about lady folk. They just are yeah. as an encompassing thing. I would ask the same. I mean, not to just answer a question with a question, like because I would ask the same thing to women. I guess it's the standards and needs of the person because everybody's not the same. Right. But you know, I always think of things like you know, a man is in- a man has integrity. A man, you know, right. is strong. Whatever that means, I guess to you. I don't mean like you pick up heavy shit, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Like yeah. you got you're a you good got person, full blown. Dope dealing street niggas right. that have integrity and are strong yeah. and are shitty individuals in a relationship. Exactly. So it it depends. I, everybody's going to dictate what it means for them to be a good person as an individual. And we have to take accountability for the people that we decide to deal with because you're attracted to whatever this person is for some reason. Right. So if shit goes south if it goes sour or there's things about them that you don't like, you can't blame them 100% because 50% of you like that shit. It's just if getting not, on your nerves if because not it, more. if not more, <laughs> but I, I'm blaming you because you're not being the way that I would like you to be, but you're not supposed to be. Right. I'm attracted to you for you, but when you are not serving me, then I have an issue. Right. I would also like... I, I would also like question like what and this is for both sides like nobody really understands what they're asking for. I want a good partner. I want a good yeah. this. What does that mean? Because right. really, all the all the a lot of this should be like I want somebody who caters to me and takes care of me. Right. But that might not be a good person. Like right. if you and me are dating, and you're a fucking doctor or some shit or a or a lawyer or something. I don't know fucking. Doctors Across Humanity, whatever the fuck that shit was. You're an amazing person. Right. But because you're not here to, you know, cook me a plate and suck dick every day. She's like, nah, like you have to understand what you got. You don't even understand what a good woman or good man is or any of that shit. Like, it just sounds good. This person is supposed to, you know, hold me close and whatever the fuck. (laughs) And it's like, well, what is, what else? What more is there? You don't. Is somebody. No, go ahead. And I was going to say, we also have like love languages, right? So everybody loves differently. Everybody receives and and gives love differently. So it's like I don't think we have deep enough conversations about what I require. Because like you just said, a good man. Some good men. I mean, some men think that they're good because they pay the bills. I pay my own bills, so I don't need you to pay my bills. 
So it's like. Well, now you're asking people <laughs> to like understand things at depth. Like, yes, what are you? Who are you? Yes, Why do you even that's like, my thing. You I'm asking like, me to understand myself? How dare you? Yeah, like, I don't want to learn me. I just want somebody to come in and make me make me feel good. That's yeah, all I, I like, care about. I like that you, you know, he takes care of his responsibilities. So he's financially stable. Like, okay, right. well, once everything is paid for. Then, then what? what? Else, yeah, what else do y'all do? Exactly. Like, what, what do you else? talk about? How do we connect? How are we having some sort of bond that is supposed to surpass any other type of bond that I have. I think as far as as we if you look at genders and how we interact with one another, you also have to be able to get rid of the ego of it as well. Yes, we getting that feedback. You are tr- she is trying to figure I like it out. That she was flooded like every which way. It was fine where it was. Maybe if it, I guess if it was over. It's, this it's way. okay. Figure it out. It's all right. You gonna figure it out. Maybe where the bottle. Fourteen. I mean, it'll be farther. Fourteen. It's okay. You know, you gonna, gonna figure be able it out. To say nothing to nobody. Right, but uh, uh, going back to it, as far as as how we approach what's supposed to be good and bad, as far as genders are concerned, if you really understand yourself, you can figure out if somebody fits for you. Right. You could be somebody that like, oh, I want a woman that's achieved this, 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 and this. And it may be some Latino woman that's a fucking a waitress at a restaurant that will treat you perfectly right. and give you everything that you need. But yeah. because she doesn't fit the stereotypical standards of what you think you're supposed to approach in a good woman, you don't want her. Or right. vice versa. Right. A woman is a lawyer. And you're like, oh, I want this woman that's going to listen to me and do everything that I want and she, she'll take great care of the house she'll take great care of the kids she'll take great care of you but she doesn't appease to you or can't contribute to helping making the burden easier right. like you have to figure out for you yes. what works yeah. and here's the thing about like understanding like you like everybody be like you know like this is some quick process like in order to get the fucking what now I guess some acts like in the job market seems like it equi- it's a, the equivalent of a fucking you know certificate but to get a bachelor's it took you four years four. like to get a, to get a doctorate it might take you eight years and so on and yes. so forth like the idea that I know what's good for me you don't even you learned how to wipe like spiritually or mentally or whatever you barely learned how to wipe your ass yesterday you right. don't know what the fuck you're talking right. about like and so everybody like I feel like you know they still want these like standards and love and this and that and I don't think people even want like to speak on the fucking worst person on the planet. Like when Tory Lane said that fucking like shit of don't ask for something if you can't provide it. I want understanding and, and love and, and communication. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. Like you, you want somebody to listen to you. You yeah. want somebody to rub your back. Yeah. You want somebody to be there for you when you're having a bad day. But and this this is really like I say this to like, you know, it's everybody. But I always be looking at women like like that because that'd be the that'd be the favorite line of like i want love i want but can you love back right right can you give any of the things that you're requiring right because the second he can't pay a bill or he doesn't fuck you the way he used to fuck you and the way you want to be fucked or he doesn't want to listen to you because he are you asking him like hey what's going on with you let me check in and see what's or are you like you know what this doesn't this isn't working for me anymore because right. it's not serving you. But you haven't even figured out how do I nurture the thing that's supposed to serve me so that it can serve me better. That takes exactly. you being selfless. Yes. I have to be able to give to this thing so that I can receive more back. Yes. All of that, whether you're talking about entertainment, being an entertainer, entertainer for Kev or being somebody that's in a certain craft for Roy or whatever the case is, I have to figure out how to nurture this thing because I care about it and I'm going to get 
more out of it as opposed to approaching it as if I want it to serve me and me only. And I'm just going to continue take, take, take. And you don't even realize that you're approaching with the mindset of take, which transitions us (laughs) to my quote of the day. What fucking happened? Did you see that shit? (laughs) My quote of the day. Serve the work and purpose, not your ego. Everything that you yeah, I just you know I had to. They had a little, they had a little gravity to them and yeah. shit. Nice areola to titty ratio. That right. was a, and the nipples were pierced. Oh yeah, that was a big. That's t- wonderful. That was a big. There's a little, there's a little tattoo right in between that makes you look. Yeah, I dressed that one up real nice. But whatever it is that you're doing, whatever it is that you claim that you care about. Make sure that you're serving it with a particular purpose as opposed to approaching it with a mindset that there's something that I can get out of it. Because you can get something out of it for a short period of time. But at some point in time, I'm going to have to take care of this thing because it may not be able to take care of itself. And the roles are going to be reversed. And at 69, we both give and head. We both we both have to service one another within this system. We have become a literal yin yang symbol standing up here in the middle of the living room because we can't be in our room because the kids clothes are on our on our bed and we haven't cleaned and cleaned clean shit up. But we have we have a babysitter for the night and all we have is this spot in the living room. We're going to stand here and I'm eating and you're eating. And this is how we are servicing one another to nurture one another within this situation. And that's how we're going to end up pleasing the situation. And then we're going to feel better. And then we're going to get some sleep and we're going to eat. And when the kids come back and we're both drained as fuck, we're going to remember, you know what? This person serviced me and they serviced me even better because I serviced them. Cause anybody that's completely deplorable <laughs> truly knows that in those situations most definitely go ahead just play it in the background nice <laughs> mm-hmm. i just felt like you needed this whenever you are giving somebody top quality mouth they give you even better quality back it's a competition now like it, it is it is <laughs> it's either i mean that's a negative version of it, but also instead of it it's all about perspective and mindset because it's like why you get you did that for me? <laughs> Fucking thank you. Right. Oh my god. Like wow, you didn't even have to holy shit. Right. My fucking my traps will fucking bust in my fucking shoulder. I I'll be like I'll be like this. Right. I'll be and I'll be happy to have this injury. Because just to transition transition it from a sexual to a mental health space, when you create a safe space for somebody else, you end up getting way more out of them. That's right. <laughs> yep. Those of you that are like watching on live or something, you can't really hear that it. Boy, yet. hit the knees. Hey, that's all right. He don't do shit else. He, he gonna get the he knees. gonna get them vowels at all times. If nothing else, A E I O U. He practiced that from day one, and he has mastered it. But he serviced his craft and he ran with it and made it work for him. But when you are able to to sit within something and nurture something to the point to where you give it a safe space to really feel comfortable, that's when you get your best out of it. Whether it's your profession, whether it's yourself, whether it's your relationship. Y'all should read the four agreements out there in the world. Like it's not tell them, tell them about it. It's yeah. not a fu- what it's, it is. It's not a fucking long book. It's not super hard to whatever. But the four agreements is just like I don't give. It's just like a good one of those like good blueprint self helpy books that kind of at least give you kind of a decent enough foundation for how to attack life, how to attack relationships, and you can you can apply the principles 
in a variety of places. Like, there's a fifth agreement, too. Like, I read that one. But, like, if you get the four, you know, it's a good found. It's four four easy rules. Motherfucker kind of teaches you how to talk you through how to do it. Well, I'm an audiobook person. But, yeah, it's just, it's a good. It's a good, easy read. And if you're interested in, in like, a little, 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 like, little growth, like, a little... Just a little bit of growth. Yeah, it's just like it's nothing. It's nothing like just a half holy trip. fuck. The fabric of my mind is blown. It's just a little, just a little tweak in that perspective, and you might, you know, do some look. Shit. Putting putting a penny in the jars. This is important. It's putting a dollar. Exactly. Like it all like, adds up. You just you keep keep filling up your cup as much as you can until it runneth over. These concepts of like <laughs> giving and not making love and like relationships or anything like that, whether it's romantic or not transactional, if you just do it for the love of doing it, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, you know, whatever, just sprinkling it out there. Just so you know, cause you have to have some sort of self growth because you have to understand yourself enough to know when you're being selfish and when you're not yes. being selfish. Yeah. Yeah. You can't really nurture something unselfishly or be selfless. If you don't even understand who self is, right. you don't even recognize, damn, I'm being selfish as fuck right now. That's not, Right? That's not helping me. That doesn't make anything better for me. So when you're a Roy, I'm being selfish and I'm chasing this thing that I probably should step away from or approach it differently. Uh, now I'm hurting my, my lineage because I'll continue to do this. When you're a Kev, I'm heading, I'm hurting my craft because I'm approaching this selfishly as opposed to learning who I am and being that wholeheartedly or transparently. That's a bar about stepping out from perspective. We're going to use Kev and or Roy as like a, because you know, people love relationships and Whatever the fuck you're doing in your life, actually, this this shit probably applies to universally. Right? It, it all applies. Yeah, it all No matter like, what you're looking at, if like you're smart enough, you can make the dots connect. You can. That's what I'm that's what we're here to do, honestly. Like we really like like this where you saw us stressing these hands. Yeah, like, got we, we be doing this like it'd be like this when I cut this camera off, it's like motherfuckers when I said what I said anyway. And don't you ask me shit. But if you could draw a parallel from Kev or fucking Roy, you would look at it like Holy shit, bro, get to the bag. That might be like the surface of a relationship or some shit. Right. Get to the pussy, get to the ass. And you get there, you you fighting, and you fighting this motherfucking uh, dickhead farmer in Kazakhstan, and he beats you the fuck up. You'd be like, damn, like, why didn't I just, when the love of the craft could have been you coaching, or the love of the craft could have been you stepping away from it, the love of the craft right. could have, you could have, if your love is boxing, right. then you would have adjusted how you, how you attacked boxing, I guess, for comedy you're actually in the act which i guess you guys could parallel to being like really in a relationship so you don't have to change your position because you guys hate doing that because i like where i'm at but you know we're, we're, i digress <laughs> if you're a kevin and the love is comedy the love is to be up here and be free the love is to get up here and provide for my family well i provide i've made enough money and enough ways to parlay it so now i can pull a dave who looks like i'm really enjoying comedy like this is not a job like kev says shit like you know i'm gonna step away from comedy i don't even know if you if you'd ever hear dave do that i love being a comedian like i love because i've dedicated my life to actually like fulfilling this purpose i've turned my purpose into something that can obviously benefit me and make me money but not at the risk of like muddying or making it shallow for the for the sake of something like dumb. That's like to me the parallel like somebody going like ah, I want to live my truth in this relationship, but if I feel like I say this, she might stop sucking my dick. Right. Well, you're gonna just keep getting your dick sucked, but be fucking really really unhappy in other right. areas. Right. Like right. a Kev, where if you be like a Dave, it's like I'm gonna still get my dick sucked, and now I get it sucked better. Actually, like you know, right. it might not be. As I don't know, I don't even know. I'm losing my fucking parallel to this fucking thing, but you know what I mean. I mean, sticking sticking with the theme of say sex, 
you being able to live your truth and, and speak about what you really want and what you want really you need is going to actually help stimulate you more. Right. Even if you're worried about like stick with the realm of sucking dick. If you know, I like a thing in my ass when you suck my dick. If you don't tell her that because you think she's going to think that you're gay or whatever the case right. is, if it's not stimulating you, what happens? Right. Limp noodle. I can't get it anymore because this isn't stimulating me the way that I need to be as opposed to taking a chance and saying this is what I like. Oh my God, you like, I can't even, okay, well then find somebody that does. Exactly. Or she says, I've been waiting for you to ask. <laughs> and then now you're like, you know, this is perfect. But it, it depends on you being in tune with yourself and learning yourself and then stepping into a realm, which is the next step of being vulnerability authentically and then letting people know this is who I am. This is what I like. This is what I do and do it unapologetically. So we have a good question in my comment, which is how do you find yourself in a, uh, in a certain mental standpoint? Like, how do you find yourself basically mentally, physically, emotionally? How do you find yourself? Practice. Sit I feel with like, yourself too. yeah, like you got to sit with yourself. Yeah. It's like, you know, you like anything else you want to get good at, you know, you have to put the intent on and it's not like, Oh, I'm really focused on finding me. And I'm gonna do it in like six weeks. Right. I, only thing I could say, only thing I would say with that is that the problem would, I guess, the issue would come in on. There's really no time frame because 51 year old you would be a completely different from 50 year old you. Right. Yeah. But you might have to wait till 75 year old you. You might hit enlightenment on your deathbed. Like, and you just had to get comfortable with unraveling and like you, yeah, yeah. like that's what I mean. Like we even when I always bring up the Kanye thing, it's like simple yet a complex act like it's simply i am intent on getting better yeah. and it's complex in the ways you get better like right. if i go eat a you know if i stop eating turkey sandwiches i'm like i'm gonna start eating like you know vegetables and shit i'm getting better now that getting better can actually like you know biologically like assist my cognitive ability yeah. so now i got you know the biological s skills attached to it but now i gotta get cool with like unraveling shit read things things yeah, that i feel like oh, I feel like this probably could, like, tweak a brain or whatever. And you just got to be open to it. Like, it's I'm just going to consistently be in a space of betterment. Right. Yeah. I would say you have to release boundaries and expectations. Because you getting better, like you said, at you at 45 versus you 55, that's not the same person. You at 50 versus you at 55 is not the same person. So getting better is going to look different at all these different transitions in your life. But you have to release your expectation on what you think better is supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. Better for me could just be this right now. Right. And then when I get to the next level, better can be this. Yes. And when I get to another transition, better can be this. But if you're like, better has to be this and I have to strive to making this happen specifically. And if this doesn't happen, then I didn't get better. Right. That's part of the issue because now you're putting added pressure on yourself, which is going to create more anxiety, yes. more uh, disrest and unsettledness within yourself. You're going to be off-centered you're not going to be in tune with who you are it's the journey not the destination right it is baby steps <laughs> yeah, like, you have to be like water when you that, are like water you flow evenly but I guess, around yeah, i guess it. that is the thing there is no quote-unquote like destination like right. the entire thing is like oh i found this oh i found this oh i found this oh i found this right. like pick up some shit like i remember like initially like when i was really starting into like oh like self-improvement and betterment and whatever the fuck I would really just read shit. I don't know what the fuck that is. I know that it's a thing and I know that it's whatever. I would just either listen to something and I'm like, oh, I don't. Okay, this makes sense. Oh, this taught me a thing. I read this whole, like, I listened to this whole thing for 90 minutes. It gave me 10 minutes of shit that I resonate with. And then I might come back and listen to it 
a year later because it's still in my fucking feed of the shit on YouTube. But I've listened to a bunch of other things, and now 50 minutes of this shit really makes sense. Right. So I guess simply just like, yeah, get in a space of I'm just going to be trying shit. Right. Wow. Big fucking trial. You're a scientist, nigga, of you. Right. Wow. You are air. the creator and author of your reality and of your universe. You are your God. Yes. So create as much as you can, but also tap Christian into. Christian just said. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Although that is a perspective. If that is it a is, perspective. It, yes. If the Holy Spirit is it's in you, then the God yeah. is. It. Oh my God, yep. bro! Like what the fuck? Right. You have to. You have to think below those layers. But just, just even with the analogy that you're presenting right now, you have to get rid of being upset with certain things just because it challenges you yes. in a different way. Yeah. And I think that's part of you being able to grow to another transition in your life, or to increase yourself, or grow yourself, or whatever the case is, or whatever you're trying to accomplish. I have to not only just let myself be unapologetically me, yes. but you have to be transparent with yourself. I got to really look at all my ugliness and accept yeah. it for what it is and dive into it and realize our favorite word here on Just a Nobody's Podcast, <laughs> accountability. accountability. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, that was nice. Was a good job. Welcome. You are, you are hitting you did that. Yeah. High fives around the room. God <laughs> so damn it. But yes, you have to be accountable with your fuck ups, your transitions and your situations and your life's experiences because you have contributed to them all. Right. It's easy to blame something else. But if you can't look at every situation in your life and say, how did I fuck this up or what did I contribute to this in a negative way and how can I change that? Then you're not really growing. And I'm just going to let you guys know right now because I can hear you. I can hear you and I love you and I care. And this is that does not mean. I knew that stupid motherfucker was not at all. I knew that. Nope. I knew the bitch was no good. Like exactly. that's that step. Like fucking. That's not even one. That's, that's like, a half a step. Yeah, that's a half step because that's just, that's deflecting blame. Like, right. Don't do that shit. Like that doesn't. I count. knew you was no good. Okay, you admitted the fact that you knew this was bullshit. Now the next start. I knew you was no good, and I still allowed myself to exactly. do it anyway. That's that's the yeah. that should be the rest what, of that exactly. sentence. What did I? What I wanted something out of this. Go go figure out what that. Right. What is it about me that keeps attracting this bullshit into my right. life? What is it like? Whatever. How do I say this? It's like leaning against. Like your if your knee jerk thought is to blame the room. If you just turn that, like turn the chair, or turn the like behind that is the real thing you're trying to cover exactly. up. Like I uh well if you hadn't uh, nah. Yeah. And then the turnaround is, nah, I shouldn't have uh, put us, I shouldn't have drove us to whatever. And I knew he was whatever, but like whatever the reason is, right. like, you did that. And that's what you should deal with for you. And when you say, I'm sorry, it's like, you know, I'm sorry. But nah, I, I'm a, I'm completely at the, what is it? The mercy of yeah. you giving a fuck or not giving a fuck or right. whatever. And, but I'm sincerely laying my part here. And that's me. Right. Well, it's, it's the approach has to be when you externally blame whatever that's in front of you, you hit a wall. You do. When you start to not blame yourself, but question yourself and try to find answers, yeah, answers, yeah. you go in that rabbit hole and you just keep going. And you, it's endless yep. until you get to the actual floor of the foundation. Yeah. Why? Because you think of effective communication. You have open-ended questions and close-ended questions. Mm. Blaming other people is close-ended. That's yeah. fucked. Yep. Because I'm yelling at this wall for being here. Right. <laughs> right. As opposed to looking at myself and saying, why the fuck did I walk into this wall? <laughs> Matter of fact, why am I even over here? Matter of fact, this isn't even a door. Why didn't I go to the front? Exactly. Why didn't I? Well, what was I looking for in the first? 
all these questions can come just from approaching yourself with right. accountability. It's right. a peacefuler way to go about things. That doesn't make the wall not a wall. If the wall is fucked, like the wall is hard. If that's you know, it's part of parallel somebody being wrong. The wall still a wall. The wall still solid as fuck. Right. The wall still doesn't allow me to walk through. But if I just ask those questions, I'm like, look at that door. Exactly. And now if I walk through that door, holy shit, this is a new. Like it, it keeps you from being a angry person like right. you're a more right. peaceful person and that shit resonates and then we get into conversations about vibes and shit and what you're attracting and <laughs> well that's a good one because you know what like it's true that some people attract like shitty people and it's oh like you just said a wall mm-hmm. to a wall yeah he may not be shit the next one ain't gonna be shit either because it's something in you like maybe you're insecure and you date down so that you feel better you know what i'm saying because if you date at your level you're gonna feel insecure yourself so it's like in the great words of cat williams Maybe it's something about your pussy that attracts <laughs> ain't shit niggas. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not speaking literally as if your vagina is the reason why you have these bad experiences. But in oh, general, yeah. as individuals, going back to the wall analogy, the wall has been a wall before you even knew it was there. Right. This has been the case mm-hmm. here in a relationship. This person has been themselves. Yeah before you even knew that they existed you somehow got here (laughs) that wall didn't shoot out a grappling hook and pull you towards it you took yourself over there you are both the answer and the problem for everything in your life same damn time at the same time you can't blame anybody else. Nope. I mean, you can. It's not going to help you out. Nope. It's not going to make you, you better. You don't learn the lesson of this whole thing of growth and progression. Like, you know, all forms of growth have, what's the shit? Growing pains. Like, they all right. have like a, right. so, you know, you have to, but knowing self helps to be like, okay, is this a pain that's like helping me push through some shit? Or is this me just getting my motherfucking head knocked against? Right. Figuratively, well, literally for whoever's out Depending there. on the relationship. Yeah, like <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a you, and that still takes all of this is a journey and consistently being in a state of learning because it's just like, oh, you know, we go through a rough patch. No, dummy, that's abuse. Right. Oh, this is you know somebody being shitty and abusive. No, that's the lesson, and you're gonna. There you go, I don't yeah. give a fuck where you where you date, who you date, pussy, balls, dog. It's gonna be the same yep. fucking shit you're gonna run into again because right. you didn't learn from this motherfucker over here. You exactly. just was like, all right, bet. Like I'm, fuck this. This you know, I can't have that. I can't have no type of woman, nigga. You're gonna always have that type oh, of woman. Hey. Like, you're yeah. weird. But they say it's gonna continue to hurt until you learn a lesson or something. Most definitely. So a comment I have is could have looked at that wall as we were walking toward it and say, oh, no, that's not where I'm trying to go and turn your ass around. (laughs) You can't blame the wall. The wall was still you walked into it. You had a choice even before you arrived here. But that takes you being accountable for your actions. That takes you being in tune with yourself and understanding where you're trying to go what you're trying to do, what you're trying to accomplish, and what your purpose is. Because like I said earlier in the quote of the day, serve the work and the purpose, not your ego. Your ego is going to blindly lead you wherever because your ego is Mm emotion-driven. When you have a purpose and you're doing a particular work, which is more logic-driven for everybody (laughs) that gets upset with me for being more logically inclined. (laughs) I am too. (laughs) You have to be more mindful. Yeah mindfulness is not emotionness i hate never mind keep going 
No, 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 no. Say, speak your truth. These be really good things. I'll be like, I, I like see them, the shit posted. I'll see somebody like comment on it. I'll be like, I don't think. And it's once again, it's like not like I'm like Captain Understanding, but I, I just, I don't think you know what you're talking about with that, or I don't think the understanding of this is here. Like, it's not like it's an active. All right, man, let's go through this process of whatever or you know even like why are you reading that shit i don't really like this why don't you like it i'm gonna figure it out in a minute if you let me sit here right because it's an active pro like i'm not fe- i'm not i'm actually why do i feel like this I do let's go ahead and like just run this shit back you you got something on your mind like it's not necessarily towards you i need to figure out because this made me feel the way good right. happy mad sad or indifferent right i want to know that i want to know where that came from it's not that i don't really like that whatever no, I do. I don't give a fuck about whoever this is. I don't like what they said because what they said reminded me of this. What they reminded me of this, of whatever, 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 whatever. I done figured out some shit about me today. Right. Triggered. I'm like one point two percent better. Yay. Possibly. Even the even what you're saying makes me think about people that are like I hate watching slave movies. Yeah. I hate seeing the same thing over and over. Well, learn a different aspect. There's so many different avenues that you can pay attention to, but you hate looking at this because you know for a fact that you're tired of people presenting this perspective of you, but, but what are you going to do to help make them not show you this perspective now over and over? Not this is. I'm going to get some geek shit out here. Now, you motherfuckers be up there hating slave movies, and y'all only take a 2% jump of seeing, like, the woman lady lawyer uh, not be... What the fuck was that movie? Like, oh, she's a strong, independent woman, and he's a hard-working black man. Like, y'all took, like, a 10%... Any Tyler Perry movie? I know. Yeah, I like, <laughs> that shit. Like, you take a 10% jump and be like, I hate slave movies, but this. When fucking shit, like... I'm gonna always, pr- like, promote this show, I think. The bitch in Lovecraft Country... My bad. The the queen. She was a queen, a warrior. With the, And niggas be like, I don't like fucking geek shit. That is the only space where you can literally, like tell our actual story like nigga fucking be imaginative it don't even got to have pum pum but nigga make it fucking different like what the fuck is wrong with y'all not only that but y'all y'all hate slave movies for the the part of history that it shares with you which is really like five percent maybe ten percent of our actual shit but you'll hate watching something else like anime that gives you bars all day long and undertones because you have to decipher past the and really listen like no there's an actual message in this and entire show and all of them are not preparing, 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 preparing. there's a lot that are just like <laughs> oh they just animated some this is some very yeah this deep, deep shit most definitely i saw one the other day like and it's i don't like how the 3d drawing shit is but it's this one that was like on prime and i just clicked it by accident and it was cool but it's like this old dude he gets abducted by aliens they turn him into some type of fucking robot i watched like three episodes but i see the appeal because it's not just robot save him up it was like some old nigga, like he's, his family doesn't appreciate him. He's about to die. He figures out he got cancer like the day before, like the aliens abduct him. And it's all these themes about him, like trying to understand his place in the world, dealing with depression, figuring out like I've lived my whole life. And now he's got a second shot to make sure. I'm like, this right. is fucking, fuck you kids. Get out the house. Right. Get out, little nigga. This these are me. cartoons. Like, yeah. But people will look at the animation component of it and say, oh, that's a cartoon. I don't watch those. Or, those are for kids. You're not even really, <laughs> but you love SpongeBob. Also, I know like I know people get like caught up in the language barrier. But get out! I'm like, I can read. Like, Your time is up. Like, <laughs> Speaking of time being up, they spoke Japanese. Like, I'm a fuck it, man. Like, Put on the subtitles, you lazy bastard. You didn't want to read a book. At least read the goddamn screen. <laughs> Learn something. Words help stimulate your mind. I sometimes prefer. It just sounds less campy. 
like when they say it sometimes they yell a lot but i sometimes take over them don't go there james <laughs> nah put the nigga in the japanese right background. let them let them be their authentic selves because that's part of their cultural expression yeah, which we should be able to embrace right. so in the theme of you getting out because we're out of time and i am the spongebob my ass <laughs> we are done with our time here just a dope ass podcast we didn't have introductions today but we do have an exit so how about that you bastard <laughs> Either way, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching the show. For those of you that are on live, it's not over just yet until the timer goes away. So chill out. For those of you that are listening and you're going to see this recorded later on and edited by TJ, we're saying bye to you. Thank you for being here with us on this lovely Saturday. This small business Saturday, I'm not with all the bullshit, but I am with you supporting small businesses, especially small black ones and black minority. I mean, uh, small minority owned businesses. So support those, but buy some shit that you need, not just feeding your ego for the theme of today. Like serve your purpose, not your ego. Serve the purpose of helping somebody else be subservient to the people around you and your community and come tune in again with us next week on thursday night we'll be here to talk to you once again also shout out to my little brother it's his birthday so i love you bro happy birthday go listen to time mish go buy some black from all the black places that you see all the ones that we promote here and just don't be a fucking dick bro okay bye